what I want to look at now is, um, is there any more information about um, Jesus um, that can be discussed? Is there any more um, information that would suggest that he did indeed live? That he uh, studied under various masters and various um, yogis and gurus um, and visited different lands? Um, is there any more knowledge um, about his life? And uh, I'm going to look at information that has come to us from the Law of One books. Um, a brief, very, very brief uh, explanation of the Law of One. Um, for anyone who understands um, what channeling is, um, channeling is the, the, the art or the ability to um, bring forth information via um, form of telepathy. Um, from those in the higher spiritual realms, from multi-dimensional beings, um, or those uh, who are um, certainly um, in higher vibrations or higher uh, dimensions than, than we as humans currently share, maybe not even in physical bodies. Um, but they, these channelings, um, um, and pro through the, the, the state of trance, um, as this is how channeling is done, um, there uh, we, we get various uh, various philosophies. Um, we get various spiritual philosophies and various spiritual teachings from a wide variety of beings, and there are many different levels to um, to the trance state. Um, there is. Uh, there is a very light trance state where um, the, the thought is just heard in your head and you just um, translate it. Well, you don't translate it, you just speak it. You just speak what words or images, maybe not images, but what impressions come into your, your head. And there are, there are deeper levels than that again, um, very deep levels in which um, people um, in this trance state um, have no recollection of being in the trance state, have no uh, knowledge of what is repeated to them. As the, the light trance state, um, the person is, is aware of uh, what is going on um, and can end the trance state at any time that they like um, and will remember a lot of what um, they spoke. Deeper um, states, um, the person um, Generally, the person or the person's spirit um, stands aside or makes way for one of these uh, higher dimensional beings or higher um, spiritual beings from, from the higher spiritual dimensions or vibrations um, to come in and uh, utilize that person's vocal cords to, to speak the philosophy that they, they want to impress upon people. So another word for this is channeling, and um, you will find uh, quite a lot of channeled information from all sorts of beings, and um, even from Jesus himself, apparently, um, in, on the internet, um, on YouTube, any, and, uh, all, uh, quite a lot of it, quite a lot of it. Um, I have some um, experience of this myself, but anyway, one of these, uh, Philosophies came to us by um, a being which identified itself as Ra. Ra was a like, conglomerate or a 
group um, and it's of a very uh, very very high um, spiritual vibration um, a very high um, evolved state of being and they describe these vibrations as densities um, densities um, and they say that these densities uh, in these different densities different things happen and there are different states of being um, and there are different lessons to learn within each these densities um, that need to be learned and truly understood before one can evolve and, and um, ascend up the densities. Um, uh, this rabbiing states that, uh, and there are other uh, information that predates this, this rabbit. I guess it's putting all of this information together and um, really uh, giving us such a philosophy um, of all this information which makes the law of one so special. Ra um, states that the, the, the current state of vibration that humanity is in or was in is of a third density. It's a density of physicality. Um, it's a density of choice. A density of uh, choice between um, service and being of service to other people a density of being positive um, or as the density um, for the other choice is uh, of being service to yourself, thinking only of yourself um, and being negative. But Ra, um, as part of its um, communications with, um, with the team of um, people who were experienced in the trance state and the um, experienced over many, many years with channeling. Um, Ra give a, uh, give a description and give a lot of information about um, uh, Jesus the Christ or Yeshua um, that, uh, that was asked of it. Um, and a lot of fascinating information um, was divulged, was, um, was given um, upon the questioning of uh, the person um, in the trance state who Ra was then utilizing to to um, divulge this philosophy. So <clears throat> it is said um, in the Law of One that um, Jesus, um, before his physical incarnation, was of a vibration or density which is one higher than ours, um, which was a fourth density. And of this fourth density, Jesus was a very late or highly evolved fourth density being who was um, learnt enough of the lessons in this fourth density to um, make the grade or to evolve or to um, ascend to the next vibration, the fifth density. In this vibration of fourth density, um, the lessons that need to be understood are the lessons of love and understanding, all about love, love in its many forms, um, love as, as recognizing each one as um, yourself, as a, a unified being, um, or part of the unified being which we call the Creator. Anyway, um, instead of uh, ascending to this, uh, to this next high vibration, this fifth vibration of this fifth density, Jesus um, 
ask permission of those who are in charge of these things and to turn back and come to earth to share uh, its knowledge or his knowledge of the creator and all things spiritual um, to humanity who had um, become sidetracked and had lost its way since the days of Moses. Um, so Jesus incarnated then as a physical body, um, into a physical body, um, and its message or his message then was to share uh, the lessons that, his, that he understood, to share the, the message um, of God the Creator as, as a being of pure love, as this is what Jesus saw, um, the, the, the Creator of God. At an early age, Ra states that um, Jesus realized that he had a terrible, terrible potential within him um, when he killed a playmate out of anger. Um, we don't know the circumstances, but Ra suggests that uh, somehow at an early age, Jesus became angry with the playmate um, and upon touching him caused the cessation of his, uh, of his physical body or caused the playmate to die. And it was then that Jesus realized that he had a very power, a great power. He was able to tap into um, a great power, which no one else seemed to, to have. But early on, um, due to the trauma of this, um, due to the, the, the impact this had upon his life, um, Jesus resolved to use this, this power that lay within him for um, only good or positive, um, positive means. And so he studied night and day to understand this power within him, who he was, how he was able to do this. Um, and he sought answers in the religion that uh, he grew up in, which was Judaism, so that he became so advanced and so well-versed in this religion that he would have made a, a rabbi, um, even at that, the young age that he was at the time. But he found this. Uh, he found this. Uh, this religion did not provide him the answers that he felt lay within him. Uh, that he that he knew were still there to be to be discovered. That he um, that he knew that that deep within his own heart, within his own soul, there was there was more to this. There was more answers. There was more revelation to be sought. And so. Um, at the age of 13, once again, as we find, um, we've discussed before, he left his homeland um, and went to, to many other lands, studying many, under many teachers and many philosophies, before um, eventually returning home around 25, where he stayed and he began integrating and synthesizing everything that he had learned of all these different philosophies um, and began to integrate them into um, what it was that he already knew inside him. He began to integrate um, these learnings and these teachings and um, how they explained um, the power that lay within him and the, the revelations that he, that he then would have had. Um, this turning back of the veil, this self-realization, this Christ consciousness, this Krishna consciousness, um, this practice of Kriya Yoga, which taught the art of self-realization, 
And when he was doing this, he he sat and he learned um, he learned carpentry um, off his father while he was doing this before. He, he felt um, that he that he was ready then to to go out and teach what he knew. If you've listened to one of my previous podcasts, which is the, um, the concept of the wanderer star seeds, um, indigo children and old souls, um, I discussed that uh, how many uh, how many people upon this planet now are are similar to to Jesus or the entity who we call Jesus or Yeshua in that they have come back to this planet um, as, uh, as a being from one of the higher vibrations. And there are many um, so-called wanderers, um, starseeds, who are actually from vibrations or densities that are even more evolved than Jesus um, would have been. So why then have we not seen more of um, more of uh, more of these uh, people um, like Jesus. Why is this seen to be the sole preserve of um, of of Jesus, um, who um, we we um, who's again adored and revered mostly in the West, but then obviously we have all these great gurus and, and masters. Why do we not see more people like this? Well, as I said, that the problem with um, taking physical form coming from one of these higher vibrations that in order to come back into this physical third density reality which has its own unique set of lessons you need to um, be cut off from that source of knowledge from that um, realization that all ultimately are one um, and have any knowledge of, of the creator and your previous um existence shall we say um cut off so you you undergo an amnesia a kind of amnesia and a forgetting process and this is why it's uh it's called the veil of forgetting and most people and most of these wanderers um don't actually wake up don't actually remember who it was that they were they become lost confused even um, just a vague sense they don't belong. Some people, uh, if you've listened to that podcast, um, do remember some pieces and do remember some of them. Um, and some obviously go on to um, do remember, and some actually go on to, to remembering a substantial amount of, uh, of who they previously were. But it says Jesus was, uh, was fairly unique. And this is in that he remembered more than most wanderers actually did, which is why he was able to to do these so-called miracles and um, teach or decimate these great teachings. So that even though Jesus was um, a late fourth density going into fifth density, um, and that there are actual um, fifth density beings and sixth density beings who have um, journeyed back through these high vibrations into um, a physical body. Most of these uh, wanderers don't actually remember who or what that they are or are able to penetrate this veil in the, in the manner um, and to the um, lengths that Jesus actually did. So this is why 
and Jesus was able to, to, to do what he'd done. But it is said that um, Jesus understanding the, the true reality of things and understanding the lessons of this third density could not just reveal the truth um, of, of, of this reality and even then people would not have understood what concepts that he wanted to impart. So he had to speak through a veil. He had to um, speak through a, a, in, in parables in order to preserve the free will of anyone who didn't want the truth from Jesus. He would have been taken away their free will and this is a big violation of cosmic um, law. Um, so Jesus spoke in parables and for those who, who were interested, for those who felt that there was something in this, um, they were drawn to Jesus and he was he was able to reveal more and more to them, um, eventually gathering with them disciples and apostles who um, who were um, obviously then given great truths. But for anyone who rejected this, they were able to walk away from these teachings, completely rejecting um, any message that he, that he had to offer. Jesus, um, as we know, was uh, faced many challenges and Perhaps um, the greatest one is, uh, the most famous one is that um, he was tempted in the, in the desert when he spent 30 days and 30 nights there. Um, um, in this, uh, in, in, our, in our Bible or in the Christian Bible, it says he was tempted by um, an entity, one entity, um, who was named the devil or Satan. Um, but Jesus, or sorry, Ra explains that um, in much the same way that Jesus was not the Son of God, or the only Son of God, um, that he was uh, a, a wanderer, um, a highly evolved entity who came back into this uh, this earthly state, or this earthly reality. Um, there are other entities um, who choose not the, 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 the service to, to others, the positive path, um, the good path, shall we say, and um, abide or choose the negative path, um, who um, choose the service of self path. And this continues on apparently through um, physical death um, and right up into these, uh, these higher states of beings is that there are um, negative and service to self um, entities who um, still uh, occupy higher states of vibration that are negative in their reality um, and have as much power and um, connection as they wish to um, the, the Creator as Jesus and many others do. Um, again, this is all free will. Uh, the Creator gave all of its um, all of its subjects, all of its creations free will to do what they want. But anyway, that's that's a story for another time. So it was not um, not a devil or not the Satan who tempted uh, Jesus, but uh, it was negative entities who wished to stop his mission from from continuing who uh, wish to stop the, the great um, inspiration and light that he sought to um, implement in the world and share with people. 
And they did this, uh, they, they offered Jesus um, power and rulership over the earthly plane. Um, they told him he could be a king over all people. Obviously, we know that Jesus rejected this instead truly his mission. But these negative entities um, work not only just through um, wanderers or people who sort of seek to, uh, to share great light into the world, but they will um, work through proxy. So they will um, attempt to uh, attempt to tempt um, and influence uh, people around um, the, the the wanderer or the the person who seeks to to, to do great um, work upon this world. So if they can't influence that person. They will certainly try to to influence people around them, um, but through the same through the same manner by offering thoughts of power and rulership and this uh, this is what uh, Ra says happened to Judas is that these uh, so-called negative entities um, put the thought into Judas's head that um, Jesus would be better better served or that uh, humanity would be better served by Jesus if Jesus was to use the power within him to um, to uh, take on and completely um, uh, abolish and uh, remove the Romans and to use this power to, to manifest um, the kingdom of God upon earth through the use of his, uh, his great power, through the use of his, um, his realized power that he was able to, to manifest upon this earth. And so he uh, he set obviously Jesus up, um, thinking that if Jesus was backed into a corner, he would have no choice but to, to save himself. But it ultimately, um, this is not what happened and it led to the death of Jesus. This, uh, this death of Jesus was a pre-planned um, part of his incarnation that he would face martyrdom. Um, and it is said by Ra that uh, it may have happened on occasion and um, on other occasions before then, but uh, each time that uh, Jesus felt that uh, he would he would offer his life, that he would die a martyr, he went into meditation and he realized that it was not the not the appointed or not the anointed time. So it was through the the, the use of uh, meditation. Um, through the, the inner knowing, through the whatever it was that Jesus realized, the connection that he had in there, that he realized that there was an appointed time for this, and that was not the time. Uh, but when the time came, Jesus then realized that um, this was the, the time for him to, to offer himself as a martyr. Ra states that dying a martyr is, is somewhat foolish and naive. This may sound like a bit of a shock, to us, but Ra states that um, this uh, this is uh, a consequence of the fourth density entity seeking to to learn the lessons of love and seeking to offer love without any regard for itself. Is that it is willing to die in the um, in its mission or willing to die for its belief in in, in love. Um, and Ra explains this is that um, because in, in, in the next uh, higher spiritual vibration, the lessons in that higher vibration or the fifth density are the lessons of wisdom. So the lessons 
of love which are learned in the fourth density are tempered somewhat by wisdom which is learned in the fifth density. And Ra states this by stating that for those who seek further, the consequences of martyrdom must be considered, for in martyrdom lies the end of opportunity. So basically what Ra was saying there is that uh, uh, because Jesus offered himself as a martyr, um, the opportunity to spread his message um, even further was lost. But because this martyrdom was decided upon before Jesus um, came into a physical being, then um, this is how it was. Um, but it was just basically saying that um, uh, how uh, in general um, martyrdom leads to, to the end of opportunity. Ra um, also was, was asked something very interesting. Ra um, was said that, um, was asked that, uh, what is the meaning of, um, of this great saying that we have in our, uh, in our, in our society that uh, Jesus will come again, that Jesus will return. Um, and so Ra says that he, that he would that he would speak to this, that he um, would try to to untangle this uh, this mystery or this uh, this statement. Ra stated that um, Jesus, with the realization, with the state of consciousness that he had, realized that he was not a singular person, but as a a spark or as a uh, piece of the divine in the same that same way that everybody else. Um, in, in creation has or is um, obviously where we are we, we find this very hard to to have this uh, this idea that we are all the same because we all um, have this idea of separation um, as part of uh, a necessary part of uh, this um, physical reality that we have but being a, a, a being or a um, self-realized individual of this, the manner that he was. Um, he realized that he was simply a messenger of, of, of the one true creator, that he was not unique. And he realized that um, even though there was, it was 2000 years in the past, um, that a very special event that was due to take place in the present day, here now, not particularly in 2022, but certainly in within this, um, well, we don't quite know, within this decade, within this uh, half century, within this century, that um, a very special event um, was due to take place in which um, not only people would um, be able to ascend um, to, the, the, to this higher density, um, the same way Jesus was, or become a a a, a an evolved enough spirit to occupy this higher density, but the entire planet um, was going to change and um, become a fourth density planet, um, and that if people were not of the um, right state of being, if people had not made that choice to um, to love others, to serve others, 
to um, to be in service to others, then um, they would not be ready for this change. They would not be um, a citizen, a Desian, a, um, a an evolved enough um, spirit to um, to inhabit this fourth density planet. And so this uh, this was taught as Jesus as uh, the harvest time. This is where we get the idea of the harvest time, is in which uh, there would be a harvest, if we like, of souls and the separating of the wheat and the shaft. So the wheat, obviously, are those souls who would be um, ready to inhabit this new earth, and the shaft would be those who had not made the grade. And this was obviously known as the end times. So Jesus' message was that he would not return as a single individual entity, but those of his vibration, those of his state of consciousness would return again. So it may as well be as if Jesus himself is returning. He was not to return, as he is now confirmed by Ra in this higher fifth density, this fifth dimensional vibration, sorry. Um, and would only return then as a channel in much the same way that um, Ra and uh, these other channeled entities um, have come and, and imparted information as a spirit um, to those who are capable enough of, of receiving his words. Um, one thing, final thing that I'd like to, to say about um, Jesus as in uh, what is said by the law of one is that um, for anyone who would listened to my podcast about catalyst and karma, um, Jesus and, and, and wonders, which I perhaps didn't mention, is that um, Although that uh, the likes of Jesus and these other wonders have come from these higher dimensions, come from these higher vibrations or densities, um, once you decide to, to come into a human body, you are to all intents and purposes human and are subject to these third density um, universal rules. So for someone to get involved or um, to get caught up in the cycle of karma, um, would be sub- to be subjected to that karma. Um, if you were to get caught up in karma and that karma was not um, alleviated or repaid um, within that lifetime, then you would have to reincarnate yet again in order to pay off that karma. You are run the risk of um, upon death, not returning to your home vibration, but returning once again into another incarnation in which you would be uh, caught up in the cycle of karma, uh, rebirth, resurrection, um, over and over again, each time passing through that veil of forgetfulness. So this is the great um, the great foolishness, the great challenge, um, the great risk um, of, of any wanderer who uh, for whatever reason, decides to um, uh, come back into third density. Um, but 
And this would have been uh, the fate of Jesus. This would have been the fate of Jesus to reincarnate again into a physical body. Um, in, in whatever form, perhaps um, in the opposite of uh, the incarnation that he did, and um, to repay this karma. But Ra says that um, Ra says that the um, the stoppage of karma is the act of forgiveness. Forgiveness stops the uh, the wheel of karma. And so when Jesus was on the cross, uh, he, he, he cried out um, the statement, forgive them for they know not what they do. He asked truly within his heart, within his vibration, to, for forgiveness for those who had martyred him, for those who had crucified him. And in doing so, he was alleviated from karma. Just a very interesting thing. Uh, and so we put all these uh, these pieces of information together and we, we move on to fairly modern times now. Um, I want to speak just a little bit about um, this idea perhaps is Jesus returning as a channel um, to, to impart spiritual information um, long after his death. Is there, is there any... Um, is there any channelings of Jesus out there? Well, there is uh, there is some information on the internet. There are some people who claim to um, have channeled Jesus, um, that they, they, they channel Jesus. Um, some say they channel Jesus and Yogananda. And there are others out there who, who say that they have channeled Jesus. Jesus um, has returned and they have, uh, they, they have his new words, if you like. Um, there are others who um, claim to channel Jesus by by another name. Um, that they say that uh, Jesus tells them that uh, he's known by a different name. I cannot say with any conviction or authority that I um, have read or understood—not quite understood—but um, know this uh, know this to be truly Jesus. This is the apparently the um, the the danger of you know. Um, channeling is that uh, if if you don't potentially protect yourself then um you run the risk of uh not not channeling uh, an entity a man of the positive persuasion um that there could be some of these potentially negative entities come in or other beings um who may corrupt and disrupt um the teachings so don't honestly know i don't honestly know um whether or not these uh, so-called channelings or these channelings um, that claim to um, uh, have words from Jesus are, are accurate or not. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying that I don't have enough information. I haven't looked into it to make an opinion of it. Uh, the one that I would mention, and I have not read all of this book, um, is a book called The Book of Days. Um, it is by the same group or the same channeler um, or the same person who channeled Ra, who gave us this uh, great law of one philosophy. Um, Clara Rockert, um, who's now passed on, she wrote a book called The Book of Days. And in this book, 
Um, these are channelings by the Holy Spirit. But by the Holy Spirit, once again, the Holy Spirit in this channelings describes itself as a uh, as a full self-realized consciousness of Jesus the Christ. That it is a principle um, of Jesus the Christ or a principle of the consciousness of Jesus the Christ, which means that it is made up of uh, more than one individual or more than one um, being uh, of, of one vibration that seems to be a, a group that is the fully realized consciousness of, of the Christ. Um, and I would put great weight behind that, how much of this is um, uh, Jesus himself as an entity returning. I don't honestly know, I have not read it, but I would put great faith in that book simply because of the um, the, the, the great uh, channelings that uh, came through this Law of One, through this, this same person, and through the, the, the perhaps uh, body of work, the, the phenomenal body of work that um, this group LL Research and this uh, uh, person was able to channel. The only other one that I um, sort of know of, um, I have a, a bit of information on, is the um, Sufi mystic. Sufism is the mystical aspect of Islam. Um, and this was a, uh, a mystic poet, a philosopher, a 12th century mystic um, who went by the name of Ibn al-Arabi. Um, and he uh, was a great Sufi mystic um, who claimed to receive visions of um, Jesus when he was a young child who called him to the path of God, which set him on his path of seeking. Um, as mentioned, he is a uh, he, he also revered Moses he, um, and, and also Muhammad. He um, is claimed to um, be in contact with them all. Um, and uh, he's widely um, widely regarded in some sects of Islam for his uh, for the great work and for the, the, the great teachings that he imparted. Um, he is um, not all of Islam, um, possibly because of his um, his connection to um, to, to, to various um, people. I'm not 100% certain of, of that, but this is perhaps the only other um, person that I know of who um, has a sort of modern niche day connection um, to um, Jesus. Um, also, just actually coming to mind to me, there is um, the, as I said, Carla Ruckert, who channeled Ra, who um, wrote the Book of Days. Um, she and her childhood said she had a very personal connection to Jesus, that she used to visit Jesus in this mystical land that he used to take her to in her dreams and her, her, maybe not her meditation. So she said to have had a very personal connection to Jesus. I thought I'd just mention that. Others um, who have tried to potentially replicate the um, technique of Jesus and sought to have went down that path of self-realization or other than um, the, the, the Yogananda school of self-realization. Um, 
is the, uh, the, the Thelmic Order, or the Order of Thelmic Knights, which was founded by the English infamous magician Alistair Crowley in 1904. Alistair Crowley is the, um, better known as the, uh, one of the founders of the mystical order of the Golden Dawn, which they practice magic. Um, at the time of this writing, I could not find um, the, the 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 writings in which they say they they try to replicate um, this technique. Um, it could possibly be in their most famous work, the uh, the Book of Law, but I couldn't find it. But basically, they they look at um, they looked at uh, both Buddha, Muhammad, and Jesus's methods of self-realization, and perhaps not so much Jesus, but they found that. Uh, there was more information on the life of the Buddha and, and his method. Um, and they, they seek to, um, in those pages, they seek or they sought to, to replicate that method of, of self-realization. So this was uh, an order, a magical order, the, the Order of Thelma, or the Knights of Thelma. I guess most recently, um, the final part um, of this um, history of Jesus are is uh, this message of, of Ra detangling this uh, uh, those of Jesus vibration what will come again and um, there is uh, a man uh, Simon Togo um, is one of his names um, he's known by a different name um, which was uh, Simon Kimbangu and uh, he was a Congolese man of the country, can't, can't, oh, words are failing me, in the continent of Africa. He died in 1984, but this man seems to be, um, to be exactly one of these people who um, seems to be of the consciousness of, of, of Christ. And to all intents and purposes, he may as well have been Christ. He was a... a a great uh, man who performed many same miracles as Jesus. He healed the sick. He made the lame walk. He returned sight to the blind. Um, he returned hearing to the deaf. It's even said he brought an infant back to life who'd been dead for three days. And he traveled throughout um, the, the Congo and perhaps some other con con uh, countries in, in, in Africa amassing a great deal of followers who were attracted to his vibration, attracted to his message. He sought to um, impart a new New Testament. Um, unfortunately, it drew the attraction of the, 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 the governments there, um, who seen the, the, the power that he was amassing and thought that he was a, a danger to their, uh, to their rule of law. He also um, became uh, noted outside of uh, the continent of Africa. Word of his um, miracles made uh, the Vatican, who sent an emissary to um, to speak to him. And I don't have the full story here, but there, there, is, uh, there is some YouTube videos and an article published on him, um, which was came from an old obscure magazine called Nexus Magazine. But when challenged, asked who he was, he referred to, uh, I think it was a quote of St. Paul, who, and in this quote, he, he said that uh, he was the, the return of Jesus. And um, so this emissary left with this news and went back to the Vatican, which troubled them greatly, because once again, 
And here was uh, the living embodiment of Jesus once again, who was going to um, spread the same message as Jesus, telling everyone how they could have a personal relationship with God, this idea of self-realization, and um, showing people what were possible, that they did not need um, to, to uh, bow down to and um, give uh, piety to, um, to church, to men, that uh, they can have a personal relationship through, with God through themselves, not through a middleman. And so this obviously threatened, once again, the, the church, threatened the institution of the church. And many attempts were made on this man's life. There is a, apparently a, a recollection or an interview with, a, um, with an assassin who apparently um, shot this man dead, only to see him return walking again a few times. There are tales of his death, of how he was put to death on numerous occasions. He was um, apparently run over by a combine harvester, um, only for his body to, to heal and uh, come back to life again. Um, there's a, a story of how his heart was taken out by a, a heart surgeon, and he sat up on the operating table and asked where his heart was. Um, but apparently they uh, they managed to um, convict him on charges of sedation um, and he went willingly, but even then he predicted this. He went willingly with him and he spent the rest of his days, from my re recollection of this article, um, imprisonment and um, I think they done horrible things to him, like they, they made him bathe in salt water every day and it, uh, it really eroded and deteriorated his physical body. But I think the, 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 the outcome of that there was that um, once again he said that, um, that he would not be the last of his kind to return, that there was no stopping this. So I think that um, this idea uh, of Jesus, um, when you take all of these, uh, these stories, these tales, these um, information, these part facts about him, that you realize that um, the, the, the great universal nature of Jesus, Jesus is not, uh, was not the only son of God, um, according to all these sources, um, as taught to us by, by modern uh, Christian thinking, that um, he was not in any way unique. Uh, he was not uh, descended from heaven as a uh, as God Himself take flesh. That um, his so-called miracles um, have been replicated um, and, and performed by many different um, gurus and teachers and uh, self-realized people on many different occasions, and that he's not someone who um, is you. Could, should be um, confined to, to Christian thinking. As I already said, the, the, the religion of, G, of Christianity grew up around Jesus and he was taken by the, the church fathers and put on a pedestal, deified, and told that the only way um, to access Jesus and to, to access uh, the Father was through them. Um, and it was through the, the act of confession, confessing your sins, certainly in the, the Christian Catholic sense, and um, before one was uh, one would be allowed to um, uh, have communications and have access, I guess, to Jesus. But so his message was not one like that. His message was influenced and, and can be 
um, easily uh, assimilated and uh, practiced and preached. Um, and the, even the figure of Jesus himself is someone who um, can be admired and adored by anyone of the Buddhist faith or Buddhist philosophy. Um, he's regarded anyway as a great prophet within Islam. Um, he uh, can be worshipped by anyone of the, 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 the Hare Krishna faith or um, anyone of the um, Hindu or Hindu f- uh, faith or Verda philosophy um, and many other things. He can even be um, worshipped um, as a sun god, as a son of God by anyone who identifies as, as a pagan or even anyone who is simply um, spiritual. Um, who's on the path to self-realization, um, as I am. Um, so, as I said, Jesus is a figure who is completely universal. He was not white. Um, he was born in the Middle East, so he would have had a Middle Eastern complexion. It is over the years that um, the the church and many other artists have whitened his his visage, um, and we also see that. Um, that none of these uh, these traits that uh, the December the 25th, born of a virgin birth, really are attributed to Jesus. They are simply uh, facts and, and legends of older deities that have been tacked on to the story of Jesus. My own personal um, connection with Jesus um, began um, before or perhaps after I had, I had awakened to, to spirituality, um, that I, not long enough after I had awakened um, and started developing spiritually, I still, um, I still, still rejected the, the idea of Jesus. I still um, rejected the, the, the idea of Christianity, of Jesus, and all, all those teachings of the Bible. I thought they were utter nonsense. Even though I, um, even though I had awakened spiritually, even though I had had uh, contact, if you like, um, with with those uh, spiritual beings, have heard voices, had you know performed um, things like like mediumship and psychic work and healing and stuff like that, I still rejected the idea of uh, of Jesus. I did not believe in it simply because I too had um, knew no better than what um, had been taught to me through the Christian faith. It was only through um, great trauma, once again, um, like Jesus suffered, although my trauma was different from, from his, that it forced me to, to undergo great change. And it was then that I discovered the law of one and began to read about um, Jesus in a completely different way, that I began to reassess um, who this person really was. And then um, Obviously, through all the facts and figures that I've related in this podcast to you, I began to understand who Jesus really was. I then began to aspire to to the life that Jesus was. Not even, initially it was the Christ, the Christ aspect. I aspired to the Christ consciousness of aspect. But later and more recently, it's um, I think it's changed into understanding and um developing more of a relationship into Jesus the man. Um, I began to perhaps receive messages in my head um, or began to be the beneficiary of messages or began to speak in, in a way which which was, uh, the message was, I am the light and I am the way. 
And I kept on with this in my meditations, in my deep meditations. I I try to uh, try to really aspire to the state of consciousness that he had. Try to really feel for him. Try to really you know develop that state of consciousness, that piercing through the veil. Until um, that, I felt that uh, very recently that he has played a, a part in my life. That he's come into my vibration. One day while um, while setting up a, a, a Zoom meeting with a uh, to do a, a meditation with a um, with a spiritual with a spiritual friend, um, and not long after I'd awakened to the power of love. Um, for anyone who's listened to my podcast, Love on a Cosmic Scale, I was returning home to um, uh, set up this Zoom meeting with with this uh, with this great spiritual friend of mine. And I was playing some of the songs that uh, really inspired me about the the idea of love, and I I was struck with this um, intense vibration, struck with this bolt of energy, this love came down, and I was driving at the time. It took me completely unawares, um, and my body started vibrating. I didn't know, not that I didn't know what was happening to me, but I I did know what was happening, but. It was just so intense that I was, oh my God, this energy has taken over me. My vibration has, has thing. I could barely drive. Um, when I got home, I was completely flustered. I, had to, I was late for the meeting. I had to set up the, the, the Zoom meeting. Uh, I got sat down. I was sort of unprepared for this. Um, my words were flustered. I was trying to explain to my friend what had happened. Um, but eventually we settled down and we we uh, we got into the meditation. Um, she put on her music and I put on my music, the, the music that had inspired me. Um, and I sat and I, this vibration rattled through me, this ascension process, this uh, this opening up of the heart chakra, even further than what I'd done. I sat there, I was, I was like, it was almost as if I was bolted to the chair and, and uh, electrical currents were, were shot through me. A very hard process to describe, but in that state, in that state, I obtained a state of revelation in which I connected with Jesus. I felt into his vibration. I felt that I had made a deep connection. I understood everything that he went through in them key few minutes, in them key few uh, what seemed to be seconds, um, or sorry, but seemed to be minutes. Um, probably was shorter than that, but I felt Jesus the man. I understood who Jesus was. I felt everything that he went through, his doubts, his worries, his hopes, his fears, his attempts at penetrating this veil, this integrating of this consciousness. It's, it's very hard to explain. You would need to, to, to kind of be there or undergo an experience like I had, but I felt, I felt him I made a connection with him I understood who he was and what he went through and since then it has just been a growing awareness I have been in the trance state and I've he's come to me in the trance state and led me astrally astrally projected to these higher vibrations to these higher densities to home in which I call it um even now, not quite now at this minute, but even now, um, even these these present uh, these present times, 
I know that he's been there with me. I know that his presence, that he's made his presence known. I know that he's been there. So I've cultivated this very special relationship with Jesus and he's inspired me to to, to develop and polarize even further. Um, even in a meditation where I was given information um, that I that I needed to wake up, that I needed to remember even further. I was told that uh, that I that I shared some sort of connection with him, perhaps in a past life. That I uh, that I was contemporary of Jesus. That I that I knew of him. So I, I seem to have this uh, somewhat special, if not unique, connection with Jesus. And to the point that I would say Jesus is at my left side, and um, on my right side is someone else someone who um, very recently has come to me, but um, perhaps that'll be in the future. So um, I just guess I just wanted everyone to to realize that he's not this mythical, untouchable, uh, legendary figure. He was a real person and he is there available to each and every one who seek to seek him out in perhaps the same way that I have. and so I'm going to leave this podcast and I hope that uh, you find this inspiring, that you've uh, understood who Jesus was, that he was a real person, that he's a universal person, that he's real. And if you aspire and if you call on him and if you aspire to be his ways, then perhaps he too will come to you. I'd like to leave this podcast with um, which is some asking a request of you, which I've never asked before, but I feel perhaps it's time. If you feel that this podcast, not just this episode, but any other episodes have been, in value, have been of value to you, have been of learning to you, have been of use to you, if you feel that it could perhaps potentially inspire or change or um, be of use to someone else, please share it. Please share it as far and as wide as you can. We need more people at this crucial time, at these harvest times, to... to um, to make use to 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 change and to be part of this new earth. So the more people who awaken, the more people whose light awakens, the more people who remember, the better. This podcast is simply for to help each and all ascend spiritually. And so I want to thank you for your time. I can only offer you my love, my gratitude, um, and my dying um, love. I've been your host, Zenith, and I will see you perhaps in the future.